Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of Bitchipedia. Today I have Destin is back with me. What's up guys? And then I also have Hannah. Hey friends. Hello. And today in honor of International Women's Day, we are going to be talking about women. And this time I'm going to counter my last podcast episode when I talked about how much I hated women. (laughs) And I'm going to argue the other side of it. So they're here to help me because, I mean, honestly, you guys like women a lot more than I do. It is my (laughs) favorite thing to talk about. You're not wrong. (laughs) I think I've just been hanging out with so many lesbians that now like I'm starting to get an appreciation for women that I haven't had before. Because basically all my friends just love the shit out of women yeah what's how do you not yeah I don't know if you listened to my last episode but I've got lots of reasons I did listen to it and it sounded like you need to talk to your therapist about it (laughs) yeah okay well listen I was like how do I say this nicely (laughs) yeah fuck it just throw it out the window I heard it be nice well listen so that is since I've recorded that episode, I have been working on what, you know, trying to work through some of my issues of why I don't trust women. And I have, I mean, I've made progress. Yeah. Right. You've made progress. I, I think, feel like you have. In life in general. Yeah. But with women, I think so. So, okay. So specifically today, um, We've, we're going to cover a lot of stuff, but I really want to start by saying this was one of the things I realized in my like self therapy that I was doing. Um, as much as I have trust issues with women, when I looked back on it, I was like, honestly, like I've got a really solid group of girlfriends and men are the ones who have continuously fucked me over. Truth. So I have this like misplaced anger. Not that women haven't also fucked me over. You know, there are terrible women out there. But for the most part, like when I really needed someone, I have a really solid group of girlfriends who are there for me. You know? You do have a good support system, for sure. And it doesn't include men. I mean, we're we're not biased. Why would it? You know. (laughs) That's all Your friends are bomb as fuck. (laughs) It's you guys. Yeah, but y'all are the ones, you know, like I can call every time I've called and like needed support, y'all are there. Meanwhile, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten those 5 a.m. phone calls and I'm like, this fucking bitch is a wolf. Let's be real though, because they have gotten few and far between. But back in the day, bitch. Oh, back in the gap, it was like multiple nights a week. I was getting phone calls post, like past. 3 a.m. and yep. I'd have to sit up and it'd be like she's like I know you're sleeping I'm so sorry wake the fuck up I'm like ah what you did on? who you am I did. fighting today yeah <laughs> yeah and it, it was it, always my a fucking man yeah. well okay so this is another thing we were talking about Hannah we were talking about this the other day that society kind of pits women against each other yeah and they've like created this narrative that for some reason women should hate other women yeah well and I think a lot of it is you know we you know we can say women, women supporting women all the time and you know we want to build each other up but like I was saying the other day if when women get together they become too powerful right and men get scared it's true and they should be they should be scared they should because we are powerful. just rise up that's right. We should like, all together and just take over the world. They already think we're doing it, so let's just we fucking should, follow through. Let's ride it, Dawn. Let's. Yeah. I do yes. it for the girls and the gays. Let's go. Yes, my Dang. group. Okay, but listen. So you're talking about women supporting women. This is my thing, and I'm getting a little sidetracked because I'm arguing again. I'm going back to not trusting women, but <laughs> I feel like when women, in my experience, when women are like, "Yeah, girl," every time they try to like when you become friends with you too quick you know what I mean that is Mm -hmm. suspicious to me and also the last group of girls who I was like yeah they're acting way too nice uh that's how girls who want to fuck your man act one of them was fucking my man oh so oh (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying you know there's two sides of the coin there okay 
but for the most part and i feel like it has become more like mainstream i guess and more popular for women to support women yeah but mm-hmm. i mean you can tell who's really doing it and who's not you know what i mean but yeah, i think that's I mean... because everyone go, no, go, sorry go. <laughs> i think that's because everyone's starting to realize that um like they're starting to realize that we are put against each other that's true i think it's because it's starting it's less of a taboo subject to you know be brought up and people are starting to actually bring awareness to you know equal pay and things like that and you know everyone's like oh this feminism movement blah, blah, blah. like where you been it's like well maybe because it's finally being fucking talked about that's why true. are you so pressed about it being talked about what are you that's- scared yes slap in the face with my titty and take over the world because bitch i will because <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> well but- something like you know, it takes one person speaking out for another per- you know for another person to gain the courage to speak out that's true and then you have all these voices and i think that is what has you know like further progressed like not just the feminism movement but the me too movement and all mm-hmm. of these and the men are fucking pressed because all these women are speaking out and it's destroying their safe space it's right. destroying their ability to take advantage of and oppress women and they're mad about it that's true hashtag feminism bitch all right well i do, and that's the thing too is like even the word feminism is like a dirty word now you know what i mean like, oh are you some kind of this is my favorite fem nazi you know like what just because i you know I, I think that women deserve fucking equal pay and equal rights and you know my body my choice like how does that make me some like psychotic feminist you know like we're out of control for wanting equality like yeah my, my favorite one is like oh you want equality so i can hit you i'm like mm, do you just go around punching other people that aren't women like i don't see right. the correlation there in friend that, that sounds that like something a, you should work out yeah you know? that is a go-to argument honestly though is like oh okay so yeah. i can hit you maybe that's just in the south but like oh okay so you want to get punched like mm, no i i just <laughs> want the chance to also rise up in a company yeah just like you that's or like when i am in a like we we're talking about like, in a, like a business situation or at work like you don't automatically defer to the man just because it's a man and i'm a woman exactly and you know when I worked so I worked in a hotel as uh it was food and beverage manager whatever and there were lots of times that I would come up you know they would ask for a manager and I would walk up and be like you know hey did you need something like oh I'm waiting on a manager that's my my uh, GM was telling me one day about this really difficult customer they were complaining about everything sending everything back everything was wrong everything you know whatever Mm -hmm. and so they go over to the table to assess the situation and this customer was like yeah I'm waiting for the man in charge and they turn around they're like hmm, I am the man <laughs> you're looking at him sir and I was like yes bitch yes. yes it really is just an assumption especially in the restaurant industry and okay so this was oh my god all right so I was working in a restaurant I won't say which one but um there was a management position open and I didn't want it didn't have the availability for it but I made the comment to someone who was talking to me about it and was like, you know, uh, I do have a degree in, you know, hospitality management. So not that I wanted to, but it is kind of insulting that like no one asked. And she was like, oh, well, that's because the last female manager that they had fucked someone. And I was like, and? what? I've been in a relationship with two restaurant managers who fucked their servers. So don't come at me with that bullshit. And also, who was the other, who was the coworker she was fucking? Another woman? Or was it also a fucking man? You know, like, how do these guys just get to skate by? And if a, if a guy does it, it's like, oh, he's a badass. You know, like, half the time women are having to fuck just to get their jobs. Right. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> fuck. Yeah. Like, well, no, I don't get it because it's like, oh, well, the last, female manager you know she fucks somebody it's like okay and you think the guy before her didn't exactly i'll bet you any amount of money he had his dick in someone's mouth in that fucking restaurant definitely any amount and i bet your ass it was probably in the fucking manager's office too oh that little chair everyone's sitting in (laughs) yep pull the black light in it too that's i don't want to but you better include me in the fucking conversation yeah, like, why would you not get brought up? You literally have a, you are 
perfectly capable. You have all of the credentials Quality. that you yeah. would need. Yeah. You literally have a degree in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that it was. Doesn't, doesn't mm. Okay. So Sounds like was, a man made that decision. Yeah. Actually, the person who told me was a woman. The person who told me that was a woman. It was her decision? No. A, a girl told me that. I don't want to be That's too specific why. because I don't want to uh, reveal my sources and throw anyone hey. under the bus, but yeah. Um, and also this was, I know it sounds cliche, but this is one of the quotes that I found that says someone else having power does not take power away from you, which seems to be the general idea is that there's only so fucking much, you know, like only one per, only one female can be, you know, you have that basically token female in the company that you have, you know, in that position. And it's like, if that one's filled, well, that's it. You know, if you're not going to get until there's another position open for a woman, you're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, when I was still like planning on applying to medical school, I had a doctor tell me, oh, don't worry, honey. And this is a direct quote. Don't worry, honey. Uh, you've got it easier because you're a woman and they have to let a certain amount in. And then patted me on my leg, like, Wow. I'm actually speechless. My jaw was dropped. I know. I wish you could see our faces. (laughs) Like my mouth was just open. I didn't have a response to that. Oh my God. Well, I was going to ask you about that too. So you, Hannah, are going into the medical field and I'm sure, I mean, we're talking about, or, you know, you have a medical, you, you went to medical school. Yeah. You, or you got, I went to grad school. I did not go to medical school. You guys. Okay. For the people listening. Okay, but you are in a male-dominated field. Yes, absolutely. Well, I mean, I'm going into forensics, which is even more male-dominated. Right. And um, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, this was something. So you recently dyed your hair. You were originally a blonde. And I remember when you were talking about it, you were saying basically that you felt like people took you less seriously. Yes. Even just because of the color of your hair, the sound of your voice, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. you have this certain appearance because you're adorable and you know but they see that and it's like they think that you're less intelligent so you almost Uh immediately are fighting you know you're already a few steps back when you walk into the room yeah well and I mean like when I tell people that I'm going into forensics and like my eventual plan is to do forensic pathology which means I'll be doing autopsies Mm -hmm. I I think it's really fucking cool right like oh mm, I thought you would have been a nurse I thought you would have been an elementary school teacher (gasps) Like, sorry, I picked a sexier career path. Yeah. What? Like, yeah. I was saying that people that have met or have talked to me for pretty much any amount of time know that that's, neither of those are a viable career path for me. Right. I don't have the temperament for that. Yeah, uh, not really on brand for you. You'd be yeeting those kids out the window. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Well, okay. And this is, so Taylor Swift. This is a Taylor Swift comment. T Swift, who also, by the way, gets a lot of shit. And I feel like it has a lot to do with her being a female. But she basically said, we don't want to be condemned for being multifaceted. Which is true. Like, I don't, why do y'all have to hate? I can be more than one thing. I'm a mom. We've talked about this before. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. not, I, I don't identify as a mother. You know what I mean? It's something that I am also, but that's not all that I am you know it's just one part of you and that's what I was telling you the other day because you were I don't remember what you were saying you were either feeling guilty or you, you were saying something like Becca like you can have time to yourself you can go out and do things like it's fine to do that because like you're a person first yeah you're and a human like, you're not just a mom right like, you're you're a single working mom you're a bad yes. fucking bitch and like sometimes a bad bitch needs a little time to recuperate and that's okay yeah you know? well that's we were talking about like the, the guilt that I feel because my son was asking me about and he's six he's young so he doesn't all he knows is I'm not there but you know he said something about my work and I was like mommy has to go to work like I'm a single mom yeah I have to go to work but when the roles are reversed when it's a man who's working you know 60 80 hours a week it's like oh he busts his ass he's a provider, you know, he's doing this and that and whatever. And if the woman does anything else, it's like, you know, he was off at work, working hard. Like I'm doing this. You know what I mean? I'm going to work. I'm doing the same thing, but I'm a shitty mom because I'm quote unquote abandoning my child, you know, 
And it's like, because I don't spend, because I'm not able to, because I have joint custody anyway. So, you know, maybe those nights, like I'm not able to spend every night with my kid because I can only work nights. I'm my, like my work schedule. And it sucks when you have a young kid who doesn't understand that. But society also doesn't fucking help me feel better because I, you know what I mean? When I'm not pounding myself with guilt because my kid misses me, I'm pounding myself with guilt because it's like, all right, well, maybe I shouldn't be at work because I'm being a selfish mother. You know, I'm, I should be spending yeah. all this time with my child. Right. Well, one of my friends has three little girls and um, she posted on Facebook the other day saying like, essentially she's left like all of like the mommy Facebook groups or whatever. Yeah. Because I'm like, you just get dragged no matter what you do. If you breastfeed, then you're pretentious. If you don't breastfeed, you're a shitty mom. If you exactly. do this, you, and like, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Is your kid taken care of? Is it fed? Right. Like, is it happy? Okay. Right. I mean, like, this is coming from someone who was raised in a single parent household. My right. mom, it was me, my mom, and my brother. And like, when people ask me, like, I was like, my mom was my mom and my dad. And I mean, like, she did everything she could for us and we you know had a good childhood and now I mean looking back I did not appreciate her as much as I should have and and I'm fully I mean I feel like that is true of anyone like once I had a kid I had so I had so many apologies to make to my mother you know and it was like I feel like that happens anyway and I've kind of prepared myself like Maddox isn't going to get it now but one day he'll understand and I tell my ex-husband the same thing about him working so many hours too I tell him the same thing Maddox may not get it now but he will understand one day and he's six years old if he doesn't understand now it'll be okay you know what I mean he wants to spend every hour with us he wants to skip school every day and eat candy all the time too you can't you know what I mean like it's not you can't just base your whole idea or what you know perspective around the wants of a six-year-old he would love to stay at home with us all the time but we can't so but but that's another thing is the gender roles uh, you know that are assigned to us essentially is the the women stay at home and the men go off to work and that was the thing Dustin you know you were around for this when it was kind of just assumed after I had my kid that I was going to stay home with him you know, or not, yeah. not stay home completely, but when he needed, you know, when we weren't able to afford daycare or whatever the situation was, it was like, well, one of us has to stay home. It's obviously going to be you. And I was like, yeah. well, I have a degree, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I have things I want to do, I yeah. which in I the long to. run made you put your career on the back on burner. hold. Yeah. On the back burner. Yeah. Cause it was like, Oh, heard that guess guess it's just gonna be me yeah right. like I, yeah that, and that's so what I'm saying it just kinda, your career I guess I'll just yeah you know, and it kind of fell to me <laughs> and that was something I had a lot of resentment for um was that I you know I I told my ex-husband like I I mean I ha- I've always worked and I've always been career driven and what you know what I mean like that's where I get that's where I what's the word like that's when I feel fulfilled you know and then all of a sudden that's taken away from me. And now I turn around, I'm 30 years old. And I'm like, you know how many years I put in? Like, I'm, And he has moved up and I'm glad I'm not saying he didn't work hard for it. But a lot of that, I got to get a little credit for it because it was kind of built on my back of staying have done that shit without you. Right. There ain't no way in hell. Thank you. I just need a little validation <laughs> here. I'll be here to say that shit first. Yeah. There ain't no fucking way. And a lot of people, I mean, that happens to a lot of people and we- you know, once we separated, I was able to kind of like put my needs first and kind of start well, focusing on my career. But a lot of women, I feel like don't get that opportunity. I mean, and, and it goes back to like, e- like even like just like basic interactions between women and other people. We're taught to make ourselves smaller, to make ourselves yeah. quieter, to make ourselves, like, put ourselves in a tiny little box to make people more comfortable. And, and, and even like if it go, comes down to like cat calling or like a man like saying something inappropriate you don't say anything because like, you don't want to piss them off exactly mm-hmm. god and, forbid you offend them if you tell them they're being creepy right as they well, sexually and, harass you exactly well and like my grandmother she always taught me she's like hannah like if you have to be a bitch to get your point across do it right but yep. even saying that not that they're i mean i i see exactly what you're saying but even saying it that way like you're Right. I'm a bitch because, that's how because... We're perceived. If yeah. we set a boundary, if we set a boundary, and if we you're say mm, no, you're a bitch, mm-hmm. 
exactly yeah I can't tell you how many times I have said something to a man or not said something or you know didn't react the way and they thought like act like I was fucking like looked at me like I was crazy or like I had just like punched him in the face or something yeah. and they look at me like I'm nuts I'm like oh I'm sorry did I not laugh at your joke I didn't boost your ego because you're not fucking funny. funny dude right and if someone's taught like if like I talked and this happens actually a lot and if mm-hmm. you I feel like once you point it out you start to notice it more you see it everywhere watch yeah. when you have conversations with men how much they fucking interrupt women and talk over them and especially like okay for instance in a like service industry especially or you know what even in general if you're walking down an aisle and like a man's walking straight ahead of you you automatically step aside yep like you just step aside like and i mean i work you know with older asian men who you know are set in their fucking ways so like they'll shoulder check they don't give a they'll run your fucking ass you don't move it's a mexican standoff and they're not losing Right. Do you know many so, times like, I am had... accustomed to just jumping out the way now? Yeah. Like I hate that I do that. I'm like, fuck you. You're a fucking dick. But like, well, I can't. You know what I'm trying to get like, exactly, but, like, Don't care. Right. Well, and like, I can tell you how many times I've walked. I'm walking through the restaurant with a fucking tray that probably weighs at least ten pounds. Right. With, with all the plates loaded down on it, and a man keeps walking towards me, and I'm standing there like. I guess I'll just fucking wait or move out of your way. Like, see, I don't have that problem, and I, I think it's because like I, someone pointed that to me year years ago, and I was like, yeah, I'm not fucking moving, so I just don't anymore. Like, I'll, I'll I'll bump I'll give a fuck. I'm the old old Asian dude you work with. That's true. You're tiny. Yeah, well, I can't. You, you know, the people I work with, that ain't. (laughs) It ain't not gonna work out. It's like I just gotta deal with this shit because I get banged, so I can't complain. Like. And that's another thing, the shit that we put up with for money. Okay, and while you're talking about men men expecting you to move, another thing is men expecting you to, like, laugh at their jokes. Well, it happened to me tonight at a table, actually, which was, I was waiting for this to come up. Uh I greeted this table. I know this person. It's my, uh, one of my other other servers, regulars, and he tips like shit, thinks he's hilarious, makes all these horrible jokes. He's, you know, sometimes low-key offensive, whatever. Anyway... I greet them, blah, blah, blah. He literally called me out and said, well, you're the one that came over here acting all mean. And I was like, oh, I'm acting mean because I didn't laugh at your jokes. And your shitty and jokes. I was so speechless when he said that. I was like, uh, uh, and mind you, I had just gotten uh, four tables at once, quadruple sat. Right. I was like, I ain't got time for this shit, son. So I'm looking at him and he keeps cracking all these jokes. And I'm literally... While he's cracking these jokes, he made me repeat his order to him three times. And on the third time, I was like, I literally said the last one and said, okay, we're done now. And I walked away. (laughs) He pouted the entire time that he was there. The end of the night, his wife literally was like, um, I walked up on them, like arguing about something, her telling him to cheer the fuck up. And she was like, can you look at him? Like, does he look angry? And I was like, yeah, he's looked angry the whole time he's been here. And she was like, yeah, well, that's his happy face. And I was like, oh, that's really sad. Here's your check. No rush. Fuck you, dude. Did not not doing this shit. That he he tipped married. me $5 on like 70, which he always <laughs> does to everyone. I was like, you don't tip. You're an asshole. You're needy. Yeah. And you're, I didn't laugh at your joke. So you pouted the rest of the time you were here to where your wife literally called your ass out to me. Right. And your daughter is sitting there looking at me like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was like, yeah, Gen Z's got my back. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, there were, okay. So there was a guy, y'all know know about my, so I wear, cause we don't really have like specific uniforms, but I was wearing shorts and then some like tall above the knee socks because whatever, it's fucking adorable. So I was wearing them and dudes make creepy comments about them all the fucking time. But tonight in particular, I mean, he was an older man, too old to be, could be your type. <laughs> I mean, you know, I do love an older man. <laughs> no, this dude was gross and creepy. And he like came up to me and he was like, they always do this weird fucking grunt thing right before they do. And he's like, mm, fox. I was like, thanks. He was like, so like, what's the deal with him? I was like, what? Um, hey, oh, he was like, what's, what's your inspiration? <laughs> I was like, my legs are really hairy, so I didn't want to have to shave them. And he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, get the fuck out of my face. I was like, yeah, like a, I'm like a wildebeest under there. Like, get the fuck out of my face. Just say something to make you really unattractive. Like, 
why are you like first of all don't fucking grunt at me ever (laughs) is that am i the only one here that they're just like you know like i don't think i'm hot enough to be getting grunted at god oh my god it must be a fucking sock (laughs) dude like my ex had a tall sock fetish so i just have pairs and pairs of them so i'll just wear them because like it's it's a good balance you know not too hot not too cold I wear them in case I get, you know, my fucking legs are hairy, but I don't have to wear jeans. It's a nice balance. So I just wear them. But now apparently it's a fetish for lots of people because then they're like always commenting on it, but it does give me higher tips. So like, again, I'm giving that it girl shit, baby. Tip, babe. I'm like the worst feminist ever. I'm like, well, they do give me money. See, yeah. no, the way I look I'm at driving. it though, is you use that to con men out of their money. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm playing saying. these I'm motherfuckers. I'm like, Pull that wallet out, baby. I'll shake my titties just for a second. Give me that $20 bill and I'm going to go eat some pussy right after. Fuck you. You just paid for my bitch's drink. Thanks. That's right. Thanks for the help. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. One of my favorite things to do is like when a man makes a misogynistic joke is to have him explain it, act like I'm stupid and I don't understand it. I've and make him explain before. the joke. And I've never oh, tried it, but I got a power. Oh my god! And I've heard that about like racist things too. Like if they say something, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't understand. What do you mean by that? And make them say it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a good one. I'm, I'm just one. waiting for a man to fuck up and say something about my red hair. I'm ready. You I'm ready. Oh, I'm surprised. I'm so. I can't yet. wait. In fact, I think <laughs> I made that comment to you to be. <laughs> what? <laughs> or maybe that was Maddie. It wasn't me. Yeah, I referred to her as a ginger this morning and she was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> she was like, for a second, I was like, what? And then I remembered, oh, wait, I have red hair now. <laughs> like, yeah, bitch, now you're grouped in with them. Yeah, you're I one forgot. of them. Well, okay, so this is one of the comments that, or one of the quotes that I found. So there's a hashtag, which I know I'm a day late um, posting this. It'll be after, but that hashtag choose to challenge was um for international women's day and it was talking about things you can do and there's a couple of them so one i will call out gendered actions which basically is what you're saying hannah when you're saying like you know make them acknowledge it um i'll forge positive visibility of women which is a really good one uh hard for me but really good (laughs) and then I will celebrate women's achievements. And this is honestly something like when I started working with the group of women that I work with now, because we only have female servers. We have men bar- male bartenders, men in the kitchen, whatever, but only female servers. And uh, that's one thing that I feel like as catty as we all can be, they are the first ones. When I told them that I would start a podcast, everyone was fucking down. When I told them I was selling shirts, everyone said they were going to buy one, you know, and it's like, they do like they celebrate and we all kind of celebrate each other's achievements someone else wanted to start a business and we all you know we like and share their shit on facebook whatever so like it really it really does make a difference surrounding yourself with a group of women who actually support you and use your own discernment to decide you know but uh that's one of the the hashtags but um under that there was a quote from this woman who her name is Lauren Bush and she's the CEO and co-founder of Feed Projects and she said this striving this which I feel like this perfectly summarized everything this striving for an unachievable state of productivity and perfection often left me feeling like I was falling short in one or many areas one big lesson I've learned during this time of necessary pause aka corona is the need to release the idea of being the quote perfect mom CEO friend whatever, and set more reasonable expectations for myself. In essence, be easier on myself, which I feel like is another thing that's so fucking ingrained. And, I, and there were a lot of quotes from, you know, just high, people, women in power, and almost every single one of them said, be easier on yourself. Like, we that was know that that's one I struggle with. Yeah, because I mean, we hold ourselves to these horrible, like, horribly high Ridiculously standards. high standards. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like, just like a simple example I have a little brother and I mean y'all know that but our friends don't anyway uh I was a gifted kid I was good at school but if I ever slipped up and got not even a bad grade a B right like mm, no wouldn't fly but he could go and make C's and he's like oh you did the best you could here's twenty dollars like 
Wait, are you, uh, you're also the oldest sibling, so I'm not going to lie, that probably has something to do with it, because I was a baby, and I got away with this, everything. I get treated like the baby, though, because I'm the only girl. You get the best of both worlds. So, well, no, I get treated like a baby oh, in a bad way. <laughs> I'm about to say, I don't think that. No, I, I get treated in, a, in like the baby in the sense that, like, I'm not trusted to do anything. Right. Like, I, they like see me as incapable, mm-hmm. even though, like, I'm not even gonna get into it. Oh, so but, that's, that's for our family trauma episode. We'll go there later. <laughs> and I mean, look, I, I do have a great family, but it's right. it's just the like ingrained like gender roles that everybody yes. has, especially and it's all of us like, from like the beginning. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like you know, the men are supposed to be the breadwinners, and they're supposed to be the head of the household, and well, the women are supposed to, be supposed to and pregnant in the yeah. kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't relate. Yeah, cousin's freaking out now. No, it's just makes me want to th- literally throw up i know because it, it just it's so absurd to me right um and it, men are just such fragile beings yes. and oh. it's because like and i'm not saying like we aren't i'm just saying that they've it's the way that society yeah has bred them to you know think that they are just this hot shit the smartest person in the room they can get away with whatever they want no one's gonna say shit if they talk over you if they fucking run into you you say sorry like you know i've seen people do that like i've been having to teach little girls at work i'm like no i don't give a fuck if that's your boss i don't care if it's a customer if someone crosses a boundary that you have for yourself someone disrespects you you are a human being you are not their fucking servant you are not their employee. You're a human being. You are allowed to say, hey, don't talk to me like that. Right. I don't care who the fuck you are. You're not going right. to scream in my fucking face. You're I not going to curse exactly. at me. You're not going to grope mm-hmm. me. Literally, right. like when, when old boy at our old job, when he grabbed, grabbed my hand after I had basically broke it and I just punched the fuck out of him. And you know what he did? He apologized because he knew right. goddamn well he was wrong. Don't right. fucking grab me, motherfucker. I was on the clock, bitch. I was trying to go pee. Finding my own goddamn business. And you're oh, grabbing all my shit. Also, Get as a face. server, uh, a lot of people, or server, bartender, whatever, if you're in the service industry especially, mm-hmm. a lot of people, for whatever fucking reason, seem to think it's okay to touch you. Yeah. Like, it happens a lot. Yeah. Grabbing or, like, you know, gra- grabbing your shoulder. Part, like scooting you by and like touching your lower back to get behind yeah. you like you can say excuse me you don't need to touch me you don't have to touch me and if you need my attention I told you when I walk up to this fucking table what my name was okay ma'am that's what hey, that's I'm how saying. you get my attention yeah don't, I mean fuck shake your goddamn ice at me before you fucking grab me by the yeah, hand don't, don't touch me I had a man grab my face like grab my face <gasps> one night uh when pre-covid uh and we were like at a club and like he wouldn't leave me alone and like finally my friend like hears me screaming at this guy to leave me alone and she turns around she's like dude did you not fucking hear her the first time leave her the fuck alone and he was like oh, i just can't help it she's so beautiful and grabs my face he was a very large man so that's the only reason i didn't i i'm for the sake of this podcast, I have not squealed. She's like, having I, a physical I, reaction to this I, story. I, I, you need a second to recover? Yes, I really... No, y'all, I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even... Because I I swear to... I swear, if so, <laughs> I can't even find the words. If someone grabbed my face... First of all, if my friend grabbed my face... I don't like people touching my fucking face. True. Freaks me the fuck out. There are a very short list of people that can do it without me immediately punching them. So if a customer grabbed my face, y'all, I think that would be my last day because I would probably sock them in the fucking face. Well, do like, not I don't, touch me. Yeah. I don't remember what happened because I got so angry, like I blacked out. Like I right. and I relate. Like I, I remember that I, I was like, "Don't fucking touch me." Right. And he said, "Well, you don't have to be such a bitch about it." <laughs> <laughs> it got worse. It, okay. it got worse. <laughs> I don't know how. Also, are we putting a spell on him? Yeah. Wait, I left that part out. I don't remember his name. Oh, 
Well, he's got some karma coming to him anyway. God, there's no telling. He's stupid. Yeah. He's an idiot. He tried to tell me that he owned the club we were in. And I was like, um, I know the owner, so you don't. It's not you. Oh my God. The shit that men think that they can And let me just also say that uh, I know that men also struggle with uh, the work-life balance, but I feel like women are way more likely to suffer from the struggle because of these fucking archaic gender roles that have been assigned Mm -hmm. to us you know yeah well and like and it's it's especially strong in the south especially in the bible belt where you know we're taught the men are the head of the household like i said and that women are supposed to submit to them i I can't even sorry i just just (laughs) swallowed my vomit for me to say it and like even like my very traditional like very southern bell grandmother she was like i'll be damned if i ever submit to a man right so yeah my grandmother you know she has always said like i will never submit to a man that's not the energy that we're keeping literally and 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 there are disclaimer we're from the south there's a lot of bullshit down here but that is not to say that there are not a lot of strong women because my mom always raised me to say you know a man basically like shares that a man is dessert you don't fucking need him okay like you you need to have security first and make sure that you've got everything you know yes well because like my mom and my grandmother always taught me they're like hannah like if you have a man great but like don't ever depend right on that you go and get your degree you go and get what you need to do so that you can take care of yourself exactly I remember when my grandfather passed, like the coroner came to the house and got him and he was talking to me about medical school, which was like, this is a weird fucking time, my dude, but all right. And um, he's like, well, it's good that you're in medical school. You can find a good surgeon to marry. I was like, "Mm, you know, I'd rather be the surgeon. And I walked back inside. I love that. You need to write a book about how many dumb fucking things dumb and offensive things men say to you that, yes. that's what i'm fucking saying because i like i look like i am nice right and because you're like the short beautiful blonde so yeah. like, oh she's like stupid let's all just go bullier. right yeah especially with that. oh my god i'm Oh, this whole thing is getting me triggered well now yeah I'm, we're just working I, ourselves up i know yeah. and now i'm like i'm with y'all fucking men are the worst like fuck well you know okay so this Welcome. is a while so while we're talking because everyone knows i'm fucking obsessed with bravo so uh one of the shows summer house was they were talking about it was two women two minority women talking about how um they specifically like in the uh, professional world how they weren't able to dress a certain way because they would be viewed differently and one of the one of the women was latina and she was talking about how she which they're already very like overly sexualized anyway you know but she was like i didn't want she didn't want to wear her natural hair because it was like long and curly which doesn't i mean it was her natural hair like it's just what her hair looks like when she doesn't fucking dry it but to someone else it just looks like these big you know like sexy curls and whatever she's like i've got big tits so if i wear a shirt with any like a v-neck anything you know my fucking tits are out and then people take me don't take me seriously because and it's just insane because you do you have to be very careful about what you wear to work yeah you can't be mm-hmm. too cute because then they think you're dumb and you can't well, like, i don't have that problem over. but like women who do have that problem you know they are immediately sexualized or they're told that they're being inappropriate or not modest right. enough and that's not appropriate for the workplace but someone like me who is small chested I can wear the same thing and they don't say anything to me that's that was one of the things they were saying it's like when you have big boobs <clears throat> everything is sexual which by the way when's I don't wear I wear sports bras I stopped wearing real bras to work Oh, I stopped wearing real bras like a long time ago because right. I have big tits and I have an ass and thighs and hips or whatever. So guys always look at me and it makes me so uncomfortable. I'm right. like, I wish I could just be hot for the girls. Like, I wish guys just couldn't see me. Like, I want you to look at me and see a fucking bridge troll. <laughs> like, just this hideous fucking bridge troll. I want you to look at me but bleh, and just never look at me again. Don't even remember my name. Forget my existence. Like, yeah. women look at me like... What's, what's, up, what's going on well, that, okay so look i remember having a conversation with um 
someone who I was waiting tables with and she was talking about, you know, like Hooters. I don't remember exactly what it was, but Hooters, for example. And she was talking about like, yeah, it would be easy to meet a guy because I could dress like a hoe and I'll let my tits out and I'll let this out, you know, and then I would attract these guys. And it's like, yeah, all right, all right. Well, for every hot guy that you're seeing who's looking at you and taking it in, do you know how many creepy fucks you're going to have to wait on to get wait, to that? Also, also, is that the type of guy you want to attract? Yeah, or this this person probably yes. <laughs> I mean, but it could be like that, okay? I mean, I'm just like, wondering. I wear, I wear short shorts so I can make more tips. I'm fully aware of the effect that it has. You know what I mean? But still, I gotta listen to the fucking old dude grunt when he's talking about my socks. You know. <laughs> It's the same thing. Like you, you got to take it from both places. I have to, I have to look at other girls when I'm waiting on a couple who think that I want to fuck their dude because I look a certain way. Honey, Bro, I'm I not into him. Honest, I don't want your man. I want his money. Okay, <laughs> help me get it. Take the check and fill it out. Give me twenty bucks and I'll leave my both the fuck alone. Like, fuck. Literally, it's just too much. There's, it's, there's too much. And then while we're on the subject of Bravo, which these were extenuating circumstances, but the two members of the crew, a male and a female, went and fucked in one of the cabins, essentially, a guest cabin. And then the girl was fired. She did other stupid shit, to be clear. But the dude got a slap on the wrist. And that's just an example offhand of, you know, things happening that men can get away with in the workplace that women can't. Well, I mean... Brock Turner fully raped a girl and he got away with it because they didn't want to ruin his reputation. Right. Don't get me started on that little white motherfucking piece of shit. <laughs> Y'all did not bring me on this podcast to get crazy. I'm sorry. I got <laughs> well, I know, this, is, this is International Women's Day, but we're basically doing International Fucking Trash Men Day. Heard. Which we don't have to, we don't, let me just say, we don't have to bash men to rise you know, to, to make ourselves look better, but they make oh, it so easy. Seat at the table, you know what I mean? Like, that's all I'm asking for. And there were so many times that I, Destin, you know, you worked with me. I worked with uh, one of my guy friends that was there. I would tell him something. I would tell a manager something, nothing happened. I would tell my guy friend who would then go tell a manager and I'm like, you know, that's a good idea. And I'm like, what? Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? So as long as he's my mouthpiece for my ideas, you'll listen to it. It just has to go through a man. A man has to say it for it to be a good idea. Get the fuck out of my face. Look, now I'm yeah. getting worked up. I'm sweating, bitch. It's like as soon as you present something, or as soon as you become like, hey, I have an idea. It's like, oh, God, what? Yeah. yeah. You know, I it's never thinking. like, oh, what you, what you got? Like, what you, you know, what you bring to the table? It's like, what now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And actually, um, speaking of someone I was talking to who is a manager at a restaurant, um, the owner or whatever, she like had fixed up all of this shit for the restaurant, basically had typed out like details of every menu item, how to put it in the computer, um, why you have to ring it in a certain way because some buttons are just fucking stupid and you just gotta do it that way to fucking deal with it. What right. to say to the kitchen, how, how to describe it to a table, like detailed shit, right? Mm-hmm. And like left a copy in the office or whatever. Long story short, ends up finding out, like she shows it to one of the kitchen workers and they're like, oh yeah, the our boss actually, we had a meeting and they gave us this packets and we already like talked. And she was like, what? I, they're, not, they're not even done. Why would you have them? Like I- how what I didn't and give them to you was like let me see and saw the copy marks and literally went and copied them gave it to him act like that he did it wow oh and let me uh-huh. tell I can't tell you how many times like, my what? ideas have been claimed by a fucking man yeah and she told him all this shit and he was like yeah okay whatever like act like nonchalant and then went and printed them and gave him to act like he fucking did it right. she was like dude the fucking nerve like what I was like I don't even know what to say like what do you like and she, yeah, and she was like, and I brought it up to him, and it was like fucking fumbling over his words. Right. Oh my God. Okay. Well, this look, I know we could talk about this all night, but I will say on this, we'll end it here or, you know, wrap it up with this. Um, representation matters, and that's for everything 100%. minorities, female, male, LGBTQ, everything. It, it does matter. And growing up, you know, th- 
uh, Kamala Harris becoming vice president. I know a lot of people were like, you know, whatever, whatever your fucking political stance was, I cried. You know, like to see a woman, I, I don't know. It, it was a it was a big moment, you know. And you think about mm-hmm. it, like when we were growing up, Hillary Clinton was going to be the first female president. That's what everyone assumed, mm-hmm. but that was the only name that was ever brought up, ever. You know, there was it's there's one woman in power, and when we grow up, like even now, when I see, I'll catch myself doing it. You know, if I see a woman CEO of a big business or whatever, when I see it, I'm like, oh, that's like, that's cool. You know, and I do, mm-hmm. I catch myself noticing it now. And it's like, I, I mean, I have the white privilege of always seeing, you know, white people in higher positions, but it's the same thing I would imagine for an African-American who looks up and see, you know what I mean? Like seeing mm-hmm. a Barbie, an African-American Barbie or, you know, whatever the case is that you're represented, it is important to see that. And it does give people hope because when I see that, I'm like, fuck yeah, like a woman did get up there. She's a CEO, this, this bitch is a millionaire. And it's not because she showed her tits or her ass, you know? Right. Well, and oh. I mean, like there's, there's two stories that I think of. One, there was like, I don't, I don't know if I saw it like on Facebook or what, I don't remember where I saw it, but uh this kid was in a comic book store and it was a little black boy and he loved spider-man they, they, he said that was his favorite superhero and this person showed him a specific comic with a black spider-man and he was like like mind blown yeah because like kids like kids don't see that and i mean like you know when tiana mm-hmm. when princess and the frog came out that was i cried about that because i was right. like mom like imagine the little girls that get yes. to see that but then they spit, made her be a frog the whole fucking movie Not come on get now. started right but but still like, you know like representation is a huge thing and only a certain group of people are represented 98 percent of the time and any time someone that is a minority is represented in any way white people get fucking pressed about it right and also yeah. this is another thing the token you know the token woman what we were talking about i can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or before but the woman that you have in power like there's one you know you get the one and the only way you're going to get that position is if the woman leaves same with you know you have to have the token african-american or the token whatever that you have like just enough mm-hmm. just like all these shows that happen i mean bravo is guilty of it too all these shows that they had southern charm for example bunch of white rich people all entitled right white rich people and then everyone was like uh all right we need you know we need some diversity so they got one uh person of color to come on and you, you gotta have like your token gay your token woman and your token black yeah person. exactly literally and they, had, they had her come on and she like she got a lot of shit but it's like bro you brought her on to basically carry the weight of all this shit like she's not she's not here to teach all this shit you know what i mean just like we're right. not i'm not hired as a female manager to come on here and tell you how to speak to women you know like you you got to learn yourself but she basically had to carry this shit on her back and come in because that, that's what they were doing for diversity all right throw one person of color in she's got a black husband mm-hmm. that's it we're good you know like now we can avoid the scandals but once we get past that point, and I know it's coming, because like you said, the Me Too movement, all that stuff. I mean, just thinking about the past 10 years, how different things are, yeah. you know, like, I've got hope for it, that people can change. But again, like you said, it's got to be part of the conversation, and we have to mm-hmm. be, we have to be loud enough to make them uncomfortable. Exactly. And people loud, need to start raising their kids certain fuck like raise raise your fucking boys to not you know to fucking ask for consent and not take advantage of people instead of raising girls to be like hey uh keep your legs crossed and don't you wear you can't sit like that you're a lady like someone could you know what i mean like fuck you don't wear your shorts too short because you're sending what are you wearing yeah that was i can't wear yeah how drunk can't wear she? a tank top to school because God forbid I'll distract the boy behind me with my sexy shoulder. Like, right. like tuck your dick, dude. Not my problem. Right. Raise and your kids, we- not be fucking nasty horn dogs that stare at people and gawk. Yeah. The amount of times, like literally, like when I'm like, that's literally honestly why I, I, I did not want to bartend anymore. I was tired 
because once you're behind the bar, like you are Five. being stared at. Yeah. Like I am being, you're that's stuck. why I stopped wearing skinny jeans when mm-hmm. I bartended. Cause I was like, I know I got a fat ass, bro. Stop looking at it though. Like, I don't like this. Like this is for right. the girls and the gays only. Literally. So I started, I literally started wearing my slacks to work. Yeah. And my manager's like, why are you wearing slacks? Like you can literally wear skinny jeans are more comfortable. I was like, no, this is way more comfortable for me. Like yeah. I'm and much more comfortable in that. slacks. You like bigger I did not shirts, tell you. Clothes. Yeah. I like baggy clothes because I don't like being sexualized. It makes me Billy very Alice, uncomfortable. Same thing. I mean, that's, and she but which she I totally did, she, relate to her I was like girl I feel yeah. and I, it sucks that she has to do that because she's literally a fucking teenager a child. And she's like yeah I wear yeah and she like wore one tank top where yeah. it showed her titties and everyone was like oh my god like she got yeah. it bad what's up girl take it yeah. off like, this is like, why yeah, the bitch wears three XL shirts wear. exactly I can't well, tell you how many times bartending guys would take pictures of me when I wasn't <gasps> looking and I caught one one time it was at my parents restaurant and I was like happened to be fixing his drink and I was like did you take a picture of me and he was like uh uh and I was like did you take a picture of me and he was like yeah but I'm just sending it to this person that we had a mutual friend I was like I don't fucking care if you're sending it to the president himself delete the fucking picture or get the fuck out of my bar yeah that's not cool and he kind of looked at me. He's like, "You can't talk to me." I was like, "Oh, can't I?" Mm. Well, that's the another manager. Thing too. They think, yeah, they think because they're you know guests in a restaurant that they're like, bro, I'm a fucking human, okay? I'm, yep. Like you said, I'm not gonna be treated that way just because I'm, mm-hmm. bitch. I make two dollars an hour, okay? It ain't worth all this. Yeah. Shit. Well, it well, really was, isn't. He was giving me a problem. He got pressed about it, so I printed out his ticket and put it on there, and I said, "You can leave a twenty percent tip too. Get the fuck out." Yeah, put that shit on his card. Ah. He did. For him. Come back. Look, I'm not gonna lie. Good. If you call him out, you can't get some good tips because I've had that happen before too. It was like I just acted really offended. And he was like, I'm so sorry, and then left me like hundred bucks. Like, yeah, well, fuck you. No, I just really I don't steal really their fucking me. money. Okay, that's the point of this podcast. Drain them all, baby. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, happy International Women's Day, you guys. <laughs> Happy international. I mean, we didn't hype up women much, but we did downplay men. So I mean, we yeah. did. We did win some, lose some. But I mean, that look, we we're coming together. I think we've we've got a uh, a point of hope. You know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and we're all coming together. If we'll all just get on the same fucking page, mm-hmm. we'll be set. Well, I, I, I like fifty years from now, things will be so different. Like I would yeah. love to be able to see this. Like, honestly, like, even just America in 50 years, I'm curious. Because, like, you know, other countries, whatever, like, we're on our own crazy bullshit. We got our own shit going on. Yeah, we're off our rocker. Well, in 50 years, we'll be, like, Canada now. What'd you say? I said in 50 years, we'll be, like, Canada now. Literally. Literally, (laughs) though. That's that's honestly pretty accurate. I I hope so, but that's a sad thing to accomplish, because even Canada's not perfect. They have their issues, too. But, like, I just just need us to get, like, a sliver of our shit together. I mean, it's it's honestly, at this point, it's ridiculous. Everyone that I know that doesn't live in this country is like, dude, I hope you know. Everyone's looking at y'all like y'all are fucking nuts. Like, everyone talks about how nuts y'all are. It's like a thing. Y'all are crazy. Y'all are off your rockers. Yeah, we are the laughing stock, hundred percent. Okay, we are well, the butt of the joke. Thank you guys so much for coming. Happy International Women's Day! Happy ladies. International yes. Women's Day! Happy International Women's Day, guys!